Hi. Hi. What's up? You know, I'm just trying to grill in the rain. Yeah, that was messy. It was. It worked exactly as well as you'd think it would, in fact. Yeah, that wasn't good. This isn't a grilling podcast, though. Ooh, can we make a grilling podcast? No. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. I'm Caroline. And I'm Marco. And this is Review for Two. This eight. is Grill View for Two. <laughs> it's not. It is. Let's take that from the top. <laughs> Hi. Are we a little loud? Probably. Okay. I'm going to turn us down. I know you can turn us down too, but. Well, it's easier to do it now. Yeah. We might be a little quiet, actually. Too quiet? Yeah. Split the difference. Hello. Hi. Oh, no, well, no. I just moved forward, so. Oh, okay. All right. Let's, yeah, let's like sit back. In our chairs. Nice, nice, relaxed. Nice, relaxed. Easy chair podcast. <laughs> okay, hi. My name's Caroline. And I'm Marco. And this is Review for Two. Yeah. A this... video game. No, <laughs> why do we talk over each other? <laughs> do you want me to just say it or do you want to say no, it? You can I thought I thought we were switching off. So we Hi! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caroline. And I'm Marco. And this is Review for Two. This is a video game podcast where we talk about video games that are fun to play with another person. Exactly. Or multiple other people. Right. You know, people other than just yourself. Yes. Yeah. We are not talking about grilling today. What are we talking about today, Marco? Well, all of my notes are about steak, <laughs> so um, today we are talking about Operation Tango. Woo! Woo! Yes, Operation Tango is a game, I'm not going to explain it, you're going to have to explain the mechanics of it because my mind just went completely blank. Do you usually hit us with the facts first? <laughs> I do. I don't know why I'm trying to take your job I today. I don't know! <laughs> Okay, Operation Tango came out in August of 2020. The developer and publisher is Clever Plays, and it, the designer is Mathieu Begin. The designer? Yeah, it listed the designer, so I was like, let's do it. We've never had that before. What does that mean? I think they're just a game designer. Like, they design the game. Instead of develop the game, they like like an artist? Yeah, they're a co-founder of the studio, but they, hmm. like, design the game. Okay, cool. Game designers design games. That's the hard-hitting <laughs> journalism that folks come to this podcast Oh, that's for. interesting. What's his degree? Okay, let's just talk about that. That's weird. He's a PhD in a very yeah. interesting degree. Anyway, the designer is Mathieu Begin, and it is this game is available on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, and S, and Windows. Xbox has got to get their shit together because yeah. they have too many. Just just give us numbers. Yeah. PlayStation has it right. Just give us numbers. Truly. Okay. Please. And I got it as part of a free, as part of the free games for June for the PlayStation 5. If you have a PlayStation Plus account, you get a few free games. Only for PlayStation 5, though, right? Yeah, Not there, for PlayStation there 4. There are some games that it will show up for PlayStation 4. Like, I think one of the three games will be a right. PlayStation 4 and PlayStation, PlayStation 5 PS Plus release. But this game was specifically free for PlayStation 5. However, it has, like, a partner mode, basically. So I created a game in it and had a game code that I gave 
Dave Marco, and he downloaded a free trial of the game and was able to play the whole game with me. Yeah, the same way that A Way Out lets you lets two people play on two different consoles from one purchased copy, this game does yeah. it too, so that you don't both have to buy the game exactly. in order to play it together. All right, tell us about this game. So this game is basically keep talking and nobody explodes, yeah. but if they designed gameplay for two people instead of just one. The way that keep talking and nobody explodes works is one person has a bomb or just like a thing and they're trying to solve puzzles on the thing and another person has a manual and they have to give the first person instructions. In this game, it's essentially both people have a bomb and hints on one person's bomb solves hints on the other one. Yeah. So each person has a set of tasks that they need to complete and they need to keep talking with each other and sort of communicate on how to solve those tasks. Yeah. So one person is the hacker and they sort of have like a digital interface where they're going in and like finding or changing files or like hijacking pieces of technology. And then the other person is the agent who's walking around in the actual physical location and the hacker is opening doors for them. And then the agent like grabs the thing or, you know, people write their computer passwords on post-it notes and so like the agent finds that and then gives that password to the hacker so that they can hack into the mainframe yeah and it's it's just a lot of back and forth cooperation to sort of solve those objectives and complete the mission and thank god there was no morse code in this one. Oh my god that we should play keep talking again not if there's morse code involved what if i'm the interpreter and you're you're the bomb diffuser that could work yeah yeah okay crack 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 Frogrog. <laughs> Tell me what I mean. Okay. Can't read Morse code. Whatever. Anyway. You don't read Morse code. That is what this game was, Marco. Yes. That is what this game was, yeah. and it was really fun. Do you want to give your review? Sure. I'd love to give my review. This game was actually kind of short. It was about six missions long, and each of those missions were maybe like 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how many times you failed those missions, or how many times that very specific, like moving a dot through an electricity maze oh my version God. took you. That took us forever. So it was definitely a little bit shorter, and I feel like they have left the door open for a lot of replayability, because a lot of, we only played through it once, but a lot of the particular puzzles seemed like they were randomly generated so on a second go through the puzzles the actual puzzles would be different so you're not just memorizing the solutions you actually have to understand how to solve the puzzle because it's different each time and then because there are two roles the agent and the hacker you could theoretically play through the game twice with the same person and just swap roles and it would be a new experience for you each time all that being said i really liked this game yeah it was a very good co-op game it was nice and short and sweet so it didn't over say it's welcome but i do think it would be nice to have a few more levels maybe like if they add more in a post-launch patch or dlc or something we would definitely get that because it was a lot of fun and it was also very fun to be the hacker so that every time i did literally anything i would go hacker voice and i also i also said the words hacker voice in a hacker voice even though i was saying it in a hacker voice it's really fun to live in this household yeah caroline yeah, I agree. I was thinking like they have so much potential to release 
DLC for this game or like with Fall Guys, how like that has like new seasons and then they release new maps like this. This could just have a whole opportunity of expansion and not necessarily releasing a new game, but like just releasing more levels. I think that would be amazing because it was a really fun game. Yeah. Level packs would be a really right. good like DLC. They could I, I would totally buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I thought it was really fun. I played as the agent and that was a good time. You do need to have like good communication with your partner <laughs> because it is pretty difficult to play with somebody that you talk well with, I think. I might be playing this with a streamer and um, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know that we have the best communication skills, but oh, maybe, Lordy. maybe we do. But yeah, so I thought it was great. Pick it up. I know PlayStation 5s are few and far between and I somehow got one. So if you know someone with a PlayStation 5 who can get this or I think it's like about 15 bucks. Yeah, so if you do have to pay for it, it's definitely worth the money, I would yeah. say. Yeah, oh, I would say, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There are six levels, five levels? Six levels. Six well, levels. I mean, you know, one level is the tutorial level, so it's very easy and very short, but six levels total, and I think it's definitely worth the money. Yes, I agree. So yeah, good game, definitely recommend it. And it's like an indie studio, which is yeah. amazing. Like, the gameplay didn't seem weird or, like, clunky. Like, they, they made it pretty, pretty well it was done. It was very polished. Yes. Which yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there were no bugs. There were no other like issues. It was just, it set out what to do and it did it very well. Yeah. Caroline, you want to go to the questions? Let's do it. Insert spy music here. Alright, first question, what was your favorite level? So, I don't actually remember the names of the levels because they were just named for the country that they were set in. Yeah. But, my favorite level was the one that took place in that office building thing in the middle of the day, so there were like a bunch of people. With and the it was Roomba? With the Roombas. Yeah, that was my favorite It was too. my favorite level because there were a pair of Roombas that me as the hacker could hijack yeah. And the first thing I did was try and run over Caroline, which didn't do anything. So the second thing I did was barrel into the shins of a nearby pedestrian, which actually makes you fail the game. It failed the level because you broke someone's leg. It failed the level because you broke someone's leg with a Roomba. And yeah. so it set us to the game over screen and rebooted us from the checkpoint. Yeah, which that was really fun. makes a ton of sense. And I guess that's what I deserve for shouting ramming speed as I floored this Roomba and floored at high speed to some random person's shins. Truly. Why was that your favorite level? I just thought that the Roombas were really funny and I think mm-hmm. that the the f- most fun levels weren't necessarily the ones that we like 100%ed perfectly because those obviously were fun because we we did them. But also the ones where like we were so chaotic and silly and like doing meme things that it was fun to play with each other. There was a last level. On the very last level it took place in Shanghai I think and it took us so long to figure out the first objective that Caroline was just like running up to random people and like reading signs and like just running around in a circle while we hacked absolutely everything (laughs) because we had no idea what we were supposed to do. So instead we're just like, you see this ramen shop? Hacked. You see this laser display? You hacked. Yeah. And Marco was like, I turned on the giant cats. Do you see the giant cats? And I was like, what? Where am I looking? For the record, turning on the giant cats was in no way helpful. No. But it, it was It didn't fun. do anything. Yeah. There were some things where like you could literally just like fuck around like in the first level in the tutorial level i was in an elevator and i could like turn on various displays in the elevator so i had like a christmas scene that was me no no i did it no i did that 
Oh, I did the music. You did the I did music. the music. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm forgetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. You could turn on random music in the elevator. It was like a loading screen that you could play in, which I yeah. thought was so much fun. They did. They threw in a lot of absolutely pointless options, which it was clear that like they made it clear that these weren't the things you were supposed to be doing for the objective so that you didn't get lost going down a rabbit hole of nonsensical objectives. Yeah. But it was very delightful that they just gave you like little weird downtime yeah. mechanics. It was wonderful. Yeah. Next question. Most dateable character. All right. So there are really only four characters in this whole game. Mm-hmm. The first two are your two agents, the hacker and I think her name's Angel. Yeah, I don't Angel, remember. the agent, the, the actual like spy spy, not the hacker spy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third character was your spy handler, which was just a, a blonde lady in covert tactical gear. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth character was the main protagonist, which was Cypher. Antagonist. Main antagonist, sorry. <laughs> the fourth character was the main antagonist, who was Cypher, who mm-hmm. was just a, a crazy bald guy with a bunch of computers, and he was trying to hack something. Yeah. He, he was just trying to hack everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was just a, a rogue hacker. So Caroline, yeah. of those four characters total, who was the most dateable? The random dragon you put in the sky in the last level. The random dragon? All right, cool. Love it. <laughs> who shot fire out of his mouth? It's cool That's as He did. Fuck. That was pretty, yeah. It's cool as all hell. No, um, probably, probably the agent, like my character. She was hot. Yeah, that's fair. There's literally no other reasoning behind me. I mean, she was also very capable and smart and wonderful, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what about you? I'm going to go with our handler. Okay. Right? Because like... The agent was very capable and was very smart, but also I have to assume that the agent's personality is the character that you played, oh, which God. means she was kind Wait, of- Wait, so a- you wouldn't fucking date me? What the hell? What no, the hell? That, that character is not you. You were being a chaotic gremlin. Oh my God, we just broke up. Oh my, get out of here. <laughs> no, was, she just basically like sat in the back making snide comments about her performance the whole time. Yeah. Which I thought was quite entertaining. That was quite entertaining. Also like our two characters didn't speak. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm going to go with our handler who honestly, whose name I don't remember. I'm sure she had one. Yeah, maybe we should go back and play some. At least to remember one of the four named yeah. characters' names. Exactly. Might be good. Might, Might be, be helpful. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right, last question. How does a data bomb work? So at the very last level, you are tasked with stopping Cypher from deploying a data bomb that would wipe all of the data within the data explosion radius. I get it. I get it. I think it's How? like supposed to be like a cyber attack. Like you know sure, in those but- movies when they like they like shut down the power grid of San Francisco for right. like 20 minutes, you know, like that. So the thing is though, that's like a localized like location specific like you are shutting down a piece of critical infrastructure yeah. through the internet. This was different. This was he's deploying a bomb that has a a virtual explosion that wipes out data within that radius. But it wasn't an EMP, right? It was a data bomb. Yeah. Like, if your phone got data bombed, all of your stuff is backed up on whatever cloud services you use for all of your but things. But it's also next to my phone. So so if he's doing it locationally in the radius that he's doing it in, then I'm fucked. But how how does it work? How do we think Honey, it works? Honey, it's a video game. I want to know. It does. It's not real. What? It's a, it's a video game. It's not real. What? Babe, it doesn't exist. <gasps> Okay, and that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Uh, great game. Play it. Yes. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Great game. Very good. It. Very unique. Definitely not 
the same as every other like first person shooter or third person action adventure game you will play. So yeah, play it for the novelty and uniqueness alone. Agreed. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking something up really quick. What are you looking up? Shout out to Taiwan. We went up in their podcast rating. All right. Thank you, Taiwan. We're now number 236 of Apple Podcast video games in Taiwan. So shout out to our listeners in Taiwan. The fact that we have people that maybe live all across the world is insane to me. And if you are listening to this on a VPN, don't tell us because it's more fun (laughs) to think that we have listeners all across the world. Yeah. No, I feel like we have too many people in other places that that it cannot be VPNs, but maybe. I have no idea. I have no idea either. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Review for Two. You can email us at review the number four TWO at gmail.com. Make sure on Apple to like, subscribe, leave comment, a review. Leave a review. That helps with our visibility, especially in Taiwan. <laughs> um, apparently, do we have any any shout-outs? I don't think we have any shout outs. But if you do leave a positive review, maybe even if you leave a negative review, we'll give you a shout out and read it on air if that's what you want. That's it. I think that's, we covered our bases. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. You can make a separate grilling podcast. What should we call it? I'm not part of this. Wait, no, yes, you are. You suggested it. No. You're in it now. You have committed. Let's go. I didn't suggest it. I said that this wasn't a grilling podcast. Grill for, grill view for two. No. Review grill two. Stop. Review for grill. Hi, welcome to the podcast. (laughs)